Welcome to Live from 495. On this podcast, we interview business owners from the 495 Beltway. We not only learn what they do and how they do it, but we take a dive into how they impact our community. Welcome this morning, everybody, to Live from 495. I'm your host, Ty Jordan. Today, I have my very esteemed guest from the Marlboro Regional Chamber of Commerce, Rob. How are you, Ty? It's great to be with you. I'm doing awesome, Rob. I'm, I'm so excited to have you here today. Um, you're one of my favorite guests. You know, you helped me get into the chamber. I took an interest in it. and I wanted to show why I was so interested and share that with the world. Um, if you want to let listeners know who you are, I'd love to say your last name, but I'm sure I'm going to butcher it. So, No problem. So thanks for having me again. Uh, my name is Robert Schlachter, uh, yeah. President and CEO of the Marlboro Regional Chamber of Commerce. And it's really a pleasure to be with you. Awesome. Um, do you want to answer some of the questions that I kind of had floating around, like uh, with how the chamber got started, how you got into the chamber? Sure. Happy to. So uh, I got started after completing a pretty full career on a corporate journey okay. with sales and operations and marketing in my background and senior positions with some great companies I started out in hospitality, and then uh, for the second half of my career, went into printing and promotional products. So when I left uh, my last company, kind of got a calling and felt it was time to take the experience that I had and try and use the skills that I had in building the business units I worked in and try and apply that knowledge uh, to a local role uh, with my experience to help businesses grow. That's awesome. I, I love that the chamber has such a strong leader behind it, someone that's got an extensive business background. Yeah, it's, it's worked out well. Someone brought the, uh, the, the opportunity to my attention, and it seemed like a very interesting challenge and an opportunity to give back not only to the community, um, but at the same time helping you know, really charge up the growth of the collective network of businesses. Yeah, and it's definitely something that we need now more than ever, especially in these you know, challenging times that we're facing. Uh, why did the chamber uh, get started in Marlboro in the first place? So just as a little background, a, a chamber of commerce is sometimes also referred to in some circles as a board of trade okay. early on. And it's it actually is a form of a business network, and it's a local organization of businesses whose goal really is to further the interest of the businesses that are members. So business owners in the surrounding towns and communities form these chambers as local societies, if you will, to advocate on behalf of the business community. So the Chamber of Commerce is an organization of citizens like yourself who invest their time and their money in community development programs, working together, and they try and improve everything from economic to civic and cultural well-beings of the area that they do business and live in. So these local businesses are the members and they elect a board of directors or an executive council. We set policy for the chambers and the two primary functions of a chamber uh, really is it uh, acts as a spokesperson for the business and professional community and it kind of translates the group thinking of its members into action. And then secondly, it really does render a specific uh, grouping of products and services that can be beneficial uh, as a community organization to the members as a whole and more importantly to the uh, community that it serves. 
100%. That's actually something I've seen myself as a business owner and being a member of the chamber. Um, it's incredibly rewarding, not just to be a member and, you know, kind of gain some of the benefits of, you know, associating with other business owners, but giving back to the community. That's one of the most rewarding things that I've experienced myself and I wouldn't trade it for the world. I absolutely agree with you. And I'm uh, really, th- I'm starting my third year and the first two have flown by um, and it's really rewarding to see how a collection of various businesses of different sizes uh, and different industries can come together, you know, work. And obviously through this pandemic, that was a classic example of yeah. watching them go to work. And one of the reasons why I was so amped to have you on the show today is because you know, all the businesses that you get to meet and learn about and all that experience, it all starts with you. Absolutely does. So, you know, an interesting tidbit is actually the first Chamber of Commerce was formed in France, believe it or not, in 1599. (laughs) Um, We, Marlboro uh, Regional, was formed in 1924. So it's been around for a long time. Awesome. And has very uh, historic traditions, and I think that's part of what you feel as a new member when you join. Yep. Uh, so it's it's been very rewarding. That's great. I didn't know it had such long ties to you know France as well. That's it's crazy. <laughs> what is the uh, impact that you think the chamber has had on the 495 area? So, I'd say the f- the biggest impact is advocacy on behalf of the businesses, both at a state and local level. Um, We also create a network of exchange for all types of businesses. um, And we provide services to our members. Uh, We do education, informational uh, sessions that we feel are meaningful and relevant. And really the community engagement with everything from giving funding support to cause-related efforts to college and school programming, tying into business needs like internships and hiring, letting folks see what career opportunities are are available. And in some cases, in some chambers, economic development for the towns and cities that make up the chamber network. But classic example is during this pandemic with remote learning Mm -hmm. uh, in the schools, the school to business committee that works within the chamber has started a pilot program called Ed Assist, where they are getting National Honor Society students to be able to earn credit for their National Honor Society work by tutoring at no charge students who are struggling uh, to learn online. So here is a way that the business community saw what was happening within the schools and some of the uh, students beginning to struggle as they were remote and rallied and uh, got Uh, an ideation session together and found an individual that set this up. And if it goes smoothly, which it shows it is, we're going to roll it out February 6th. That's awesome. That's really incredible, especially that so many members of the community were able to come together and and recognize like that pain point early on. It really is. uh, As I keep going back to, I didn't have that. uh, You know, I was so busy uh, in a corporate setting Uh, This is the type of work that blends the business as well as actually being able to see how the efforts that you do on a daily and weekly and monthly basis impact the community. I love the flexibility, too, just being able to 
just jumping in on events and see what other business owners are doing, especially looking at the academic system right now. That's something that a lot of business owners are giving that time to. Exactly. Do you, uh, so I love the future events. The chambers always got something cooking. What kind of uh, future events do you want the listeners and everybody on here to keep an eye out for? Well, actually, uh, we're, we're always looking to stay relevant with what the trends are for what businesses are looking for and what they need. So what you can always expect is to see a pretty rich uh, variety of offerings through seminars that we provide uh, that, you know, it, SYNCH-IT is a classic example. So there's such a need for education on cybersecurity, on computer services, keeping networks protected and running. Uh, we'll probably have a full year-long series specifically on technology. Mm-hmm. And we work our way through all of the sectors of business that we feel are relevant. Legal uh, impact of COVID and everything that it has on businesses. And you can go right down the line. Marketing, digital uh, communications, how you market online, use social media. We go right down the line and there's a whole section of programs that are available. Uh, And then we'll have our fun events where we recognize membership uh, and you have everything from a barbecue, bands and brew outdoors that we're hopefully looking forward to. Yeah, uh, everybody getting outside and being able to be mask free, hopefully uh, during the late summer, uh, and to veteran support events. Uh, so we try and stay very, very uh, on point in terms of what our members are looking for, and have some fun in the process. You know, one of the events I'm looking forward to. Which one <laughs> is that? The golf <laughs> event, probably. Right? Uh, not just the <laughs> golf event. <laughs> so I'm looking at the uh, lobster and steak. Oh. That, that that event is uh, that is just true commodity right there. It's a- just absolutely. everybody coming together and you know having a great meal. And I can't say no to food ever. Yeah, really. Uh, that was the only event that we had to cancel due to COVID. Believe it or not. Yeah. So um, we're looking forward to getting that back hopefully in the summer. It's just it's a shame that you know most of the events that you would normally do that I've seen a couple times around town and just now that I'm a member. I don't have the ability to get to because of this pandemic. So it's uh, a little bit sad, but, you know, we looking forward in the future. We have a place to go and we know what events are going to come up. So absolutely. We're getting back to it. We will. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Lobster and steak for everybody. <laughs> uh, so what are some of the things that members are excited about moving forward this year that well, I, you know, I would, uh, I would say that they're probably looking forward to more than anything recovery. Yeah. So we plan to continue to uh, reimagine, mm-hmm. uh, reinvent the same way we did in the COVID year, and restore, you know, what we were on a path forward to before the pandemic can't wait to see ourselves uh, back face to face networking shaking hands oh yeah hugging celebrating success of growth yep. you know coming back to our business community uh, that that's really what we're you know looking forward to yeah and witnessing your ability to pivot and take these businesses forward and come up with a strategy on the fly has just been incredible to me like you you've 
moved everybody into a place where, okay, this is where we go from here. And having seen that with business owners, I know that they appreciate it because a lot of them didn't know what to do. Yeah, and I think that's really important. I, I appreciate that, but I will tell you that it really has been the collective uh, group membership of our network. We talk a lot about how strong the fellowship is. It was amazing to me to see all the businesses that were struggling themselves mm-hmm. uh, not hesitate to drop the what they were doing to give back to not only members but community who needed assistance. It was very, very uh, heartwarming and inspirational uh, to see that despite some of the uh, political environment that was separating you know, the country when it came down to watching the chamber uh, and its local community uh, during you know, this unprecedented pandemic, uh, you would never know that there was any discourse. Everybody was working to help one another, and it was very inspiring. Yeah, I feel like we, we circle back to these topics often just because of the current state of things. You know, it's just seeing how business owners are overcoming these challenges um, is there anything particular that you noticed that owners are doing differently, that challenges that are coming up that they're facing that you've I seen mean, solutions go through? Listen, I'll, I'll really take you through what, what I see the major challenges that the businesses are facing. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, it's uh, securing financing you know, to yeah. hold on through this pandemic. Yeah, waiting that storm out. Yeah, they're all trying to reinvent and pivot um, on the best way to do business until this passes. And believe it or not, you know, hiring is such a major challenge while so many folks are experiencing extended unemployment benefits. And in some cases, everybody sees that they're making more on a net basis than if they were working. So that's one thing I hear a ton about is even the folks who are trying to pivot, trying to get folks into work is very, very challenging. Yeah, because everybody wants to be safe. Yes. Um, one of the things that I've noticed from talking to other business owners and entrepreneurs is the, you know, unforeseen expenses. You know, the things that they wouldn't normally calculate, but this pandemic has brought upon them just to help keep them in business. You know, you have restaurant owners and you know owners of like uh, fitness clubs that are spending money on like wipes, sanitation stuff. Right. You're getting more you know, cleaning supplies than you ever anticipated. And that, that's an expense that's been driven way, way up. So, yeah, it's, um, it's pretty amazing you know, to watch. So, uh, again, from where I sit, as soon as we see ideas that uh, make a ton of sense from a business perspective, we share that mm-hmm. and try and have a forum where folks who are struggling we, we mostly pivoted to become an informational source on all things COVID from a relief perspective on EIDL loans to uh, payroll protection plans to mm-hmm. even the protective uh, equipment that is necessary. And that's where you really saw members of the chamber stepping up to make sure that we had the best and most relevant information on how to get through the red tape and get and file for those types of relief packages. And that's something that I know a lot of business owners appreciate is just not knowing how to get those funds themselves and get those loans and just being able to go to the chamber 
And uh, would you say that's part of the impact that the, the Chamber of Commerce has had on the uh, local community as well? Yeah, listen, I think that the uh, the Chamber's impact is really reflects the impact of the local businesses. I mean, mm-hmm. they, it really goes unnoticed what they contribute to the community and to each other until something as devastating as this unprecedented pandemic hits our shores, right? So mm-hmm. they're the soul of commerce in the community. They give back unselfishly to so many efforts in the community in which they live in a bunch of different ways. And it's been unbelievable to watch humanity at work through the business community, to the schools, to the local communities, to the food banks. I could go on and on, but yep. so impressive that, uh, you know, it's I'm still jumping out of bed every morning to get in and see what's next and how we make it through this and get back to business as we know it. Yeah, I mean, that's the, to me, that's a lot of the silver lining is just seeing people be human and come together to support each other. You know, at the end of the day, you know, everybody is in the same boat, but, you know, we're not all facing the same storm. That's right. It's a human spirit. Uh, when days are darkest, it's amazing the way that uh, everybody will rally, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's very inspirational. That's great. So on Live from 495, we have a little thing I like to call pro tips. Is there any suggestions or anything you want to provide business owners and entrepreneurs? So here's what my advice would be. So obviously there was never a playbook that we could go to for what just happened yep. to us in 2020. There, were, there was nothing uh, ever that we could go back, hey, in case this happens, do this. So my advice would be think outside the box. Mm-hmm. Research online as much as you can because there is such a wealth of information out there for people sharing. Work your plan. It's critical. You have a plan and then you execute it uh, relentlessly. Don't be afraid to ask for help. One of the things I've noticed is this is where it has made such a big difference when people reach out. There's always somebody willing to help them. It's out there. And listen, we'll make it through this. We'll learn from it. My last piece of advice is be kind to one another when we need it the most. And I look forward to recovery in 2021 and beyond. Excellent. Robert, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here today. Um, Before we go, what's one way for entrepreneurs and business owners to get a hold of you? Uh, I think the best way is uh, online, uh, marlboroughchamber.org online. And you can see everything that you need to know with regard to information on membership and COVID and programming and everything we talked about today is on the site and that's a great way to start it gives you our contact information and uh you know we go from there so it uh, it really has been great being with you and i appreciate you uh inviting me oh it's an absolute pleasure rob and i'm looking forward to the next episodes as well you know kicking this off and you know i just want to thank everybody out there for listening and rob from the chamber he is the president the man to go to And look for them out there in the Marlboro Regional Chamber. Thank you, everybody. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening to Live from 495. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And don't forget to check out some other great episodes.